This is Lon Winters with Graphic Elephants. This is Jimmy Lamp. This is Matt Masalo with the RhinestoneWorld.com. And you're listening to the Two Regular Guys Podcast. And you are listening to the Two Regular Guys Podcast. Podcast. Hosted by... My name is Terry Combs RG. Regular guy. And Aaron Montgomery. We're just regular guys having fun and uh, trying to, to make a living in this really cool and exciting industry. I think we all want to succeed 100% of the time seek to understand before I try and make myself understood. Bring a ton of great information. Coming to you live from somewhere dark, dirty, and dank. All right. Welcome into the two regular guys. My name is Aaron Montgomery. And you can find me over at our success group. Today is Friday, April 7th. And, um, as you can tell, I am solo here. Terry is out again on vacation. And uh, he said he would actually join us from the beach, but uh, we just we didn't want to risk any wardrobe malfunction opportunities there. So uh, no Terry today. Uh, Eric is uh, off feeling a bit uh, under the weather today. So sending him lots of uh, love and light and hopefully uh, lots of healing vibes his way. Um, so you're going to have just Aaron here today, but I have two wonderful people joining me. So it's not just Aaron. You actually have uh, fantastic guests on the way here today. We've got Gavin St. George, founder and CEO of SEPS.io. He's going to be joining us to talk about simple systems and, and some tech tools that we can use to modernize our print business. So I am really excited about this topic. Uh, I love I love a good tech tool and um you know, I am such a huge proponent of making sure that we build systems into our business. So I can't wait to uh, grab this information from Gavin, uh, such a good guy, and and just really all about sharing and giving back. And and, and so I can't wait to talk to him. I'm really excited about that. I've got another guest I'm going to introduce in just a moment, but uh, let's say good morning to some of the regulators that have tuned in early here. We've got uh, Chuck. Good morning. Hope the weather there is cooperating. Unlike other parts of the company, country, company <laughs> uh, here in the St. Louis area. Yeah, we've been having some decent weather. Uh, actually uh, going to be nice and sunny today, but yes, I know lots of people dealing with um, not so nice weather from tornadoes to snowstorms to other challenges. So, um, Again, hopefully everybody's doing good. Uh, Kingsbury Crafts, good morning. And Jerry, good morning. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, Kristen, good morning. And uh, also, speaking of Kristen, I've gotten some help from Kristen with the dad joke coming up here in a little bit, too. So, all right. Well, let's uh, let's get into it here. Um, I do want to introduce my first guest before we get into Gavin here. And um, his name is Adam Court. He's with Impressions Magazine. And so let's welcome him into the show. Adam, good morning. Welcome into the Two Regular Guys podcast. Hey, Aaron. Good to see you. Thanks for having me. I, I... I confess I'm a little bit of a of shock over the idea of Terry have Terry having a wardrobe malfunction, but but we're gonna we're gonna soldier along as best we can. Right? <laughs> yes, please put that out of your brain. I didn't mean to uh, scar anybody with that that idea. But <laughs> uh, Adam, hey, thank you so much for being here. First off, uh, I guess just introduce yourself, um, right? Let the regulators know who you are, and maybe those that haven't had a chance to meet you yet, give us a, a little background. Yeah, sure. Well, I've been with Impressions now. It, you know, it's it's it seems like forever, but it's basically been since August I came in, uh, I came on board. Um, and before that, I've worked for a lot of B two B publications. I used to work in the, uh, in the in the marine industry. I used to be the uh, managing or the editor in chief of a magazine called Sail Magazine, as in okay. Sail, which was more industry related than you think, uh, just because of all the boats, the gear, and things like that. Sure. Uh, I, you know, as as uh, we were discussing, you know, before the show. 
Um, I, I could not possibly be more excited about being part of this industry. And, and one of the reasons I took the job is because of the nature of this industry. A lot of you know, your listeners, I don't know, maybe you can begin to take something like that for granted, but it is super exciting. Uh, and, the, and the people have been outstanding. And I, and I, I just love the, the, the dynamic at work here where you've got lots of new blood coming in all the time. Um, and, you know, and in contrast to an awful lot of what's going on in America in the world these days where things yeah. become increasingly corporatized, this is an industry in which, you know, good old fashioned know-how and, and an entrepreneurial spirit um, and just a passion for, for doing good work. It can be can pay off in your own home business or a small business or a growing business. Um, yeah. So it's been super exciting um, uh, to be part of this. And, and I, I'm really lucky. I feel lucky to be to be to be part of this group, quite frankly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're, we're so glad to have you. Tell us a little bit about your your role with Impressions. What's what's your responsibilities there? So well, as content director, I am in charge of the magazine, the website, the e-newsletter, and, and any other kind of video stuff we're doing as well. Um, and I work with Dustin uh, Schrader, who I'm sure a lot of you have, have come across in the past. He's been here for a number of years as well. Um, and, and also I'm in, involved in our, in our educational conference sessions and things like that. Nice. Um, so pretty much covering, covering everything, uh, yeah. including the, you know, the expos that we've, we've had so far in 2023. Yeah, nice. Well, speaking of those expos, right, and and the fact that you know you're, I lo I love your passion for our industry already, and which is awesome. Like you said, this that's what makes it. Um, I don't know. We call it Hotel California, Adam. So you're now <laughs> stuck here, but um, <laughs> but but you guys have also had some excellent expos already this year, and and so you have a, a really fresh perspective on on things, and so maybe share with us a little bit about that. You know, what what are some of the things that you see uh, from an industry standpoint with with your fresh perspective? Sure, sure. Well, well, again, I think a lot of it is what I just touched on. I, I the, the dynamism of this industry is. I, 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 I don't want to say unique, but I think it's very unusual. You know, the fact that somebody with a dream, just, you know, mom and pop, ordinary people with a dream um, can get involved, can jump in uh, and, and make it and make a go of it. You know, um, you know, it, it, the technology is such I think it's really exciting that, that, that the technology is such that not only is the quality uh, in many ways or the, or the possibilities in terms of decorating growing by leaps and bounds. Um, but you really can, um, you know, whether it's whether it's, you know, leveraging the power of the Internet to outsource tra heat transfers or whether it's just diving in with with some kind of a digital printing uh, system uh, or, or an, you know, an embroidery machine. And these are these these are becoming easier to use and more powerful than ever. You can dive in and be a professional right away and make it and make a go of it. Um, the other side uh, that I, I'm, I, I think is really, uh, well, two things. One, and I know we want to keep this somewhat short, but I'm super excited at the way the industry is looking health-wise right now. Um, both at the shows, you know, at the Long Beach show and at, at Atlantic City, all I hear about is how everyone's busy. Um, order books are full. Uh, I paid a visit to the, to the, the Stalls uh, facility in Pennsylvania recently, and as I'm sure you know, it's expanding dramatically, and, and they have to. Um, and, and what they're producing are, are, are heat presses for, for, you know, across the spectrum, mom and pop yeah. shops and big shops. So I love seeing the state of the industry and the fact that it's in growth mode right now and coming out of the, the pandemic so quickly. Um, and, then, and then again, real quick, the other thing that I'm really excited about, or I was really excited about these last shows, I think, is the continued commitment to, you know, things like diversity envir and environmental awareness. The industry doesn't have to do that, you know, um, but I'm seeing all kinds of great stuff coming uh, down the pike, for example, from the apparel blank manufacturers. You know, you've got le next level apparel making big moves. Fruit of Loom is huge in the, in, into the environment. 
Um, you know, you, you've got, uh, you know, there was a, what's it called? Uh, Toasty Hemp, a new outfit, which is, which is, uh, I think that's right. Um, okay. You know, making these great garments using, using, using hemp, which is a, yeah. is a fantastic fiber for the environment. And then you've got, you know, organizations like, uh, you know, Unite Together for Diversity, which uh, those things don't have to happen, but they are. And they they just it, it takes nothing for, for things and efforts like that to, to, to gain steam in this industry. And I think that speaks highly of the people uh, who make it what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, from from that place. Right. Yeah. You, you're exactly right. It doesn't have to happen. But going back to your earlier comment about the entrepreneurial spirit and, and the people involved, that it's a different different world than a lot of industries. Right. I, I think that comes out of that. Right. Where it doesn't necessarily have to happen but it absolutely is going to happen because of the people. And, and, and so I appreciate you highlighting that stuff. That's really, really interesting. And, and I know you also gave us some links here. Normally Eric would have those ready to go, but um, we will make sure that those are in the show notes. You've got a couple of, of um, articles posts on, on your website though, over there at impressions magazine that people can check out stuff like that. So Adam, what, what else, what, what else can we leave people with? I know, I definitely want to get you back on and we'll do a full show on, on kind of some of these ideas and concepts, but uh, is there anything else that we missed before I, I let you head off to uh, working on your projects there? I I tell you what, uh, Aaron, you're playing with fire. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. I'm okay with that. (laughs) I can go on and on. I'm trying, I'm trying to be a good guest and a good journalist and be brief here. Um, uh, Cause I know, I I know you want to talk to, you know, to your next guest, uh, Gavin, who's a great guy. I, I, um, I was like to see him. Uh, appearing, uh, but but no, I think that's it for now. Again, just okay. it's, it, it's it not only is it an exciting industry, but I think it's it it, it appears to be a very exciting time for the industry um, in any number of ways. And 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 again, it's great to be here. I appreciate being on the show. I love having you know having this opportunity, and I and I and I'd love to be able to to chat some more. Absolutely. Let's do that. Um, so, so I can let you out of here. I was looking in into our banners cause I'm sure Eric's got something up with this maybe, but, um, tell people where they can connect with you, find out a little bit more about you, anything coming up with impressions that you can share before I let you go. Just jump on our website, impressionsmagazine.com. Um, and, and, uh, I'll give myself a bit of a plug. We, we, we completely revamped our e-newsletter and it's scheduled. So when you're on there, click on the, the e-newsletter button and, uh, and uh, we will, like this podcast, help keep people abreast of the, la- the latest that's going on in the industry. Excellent. Excellent. All right. Well, we'll make sure all those links are in the, in the show notes. And um, so check that out, impressionsmagazine.com. And Adam, I, I really appreciate your time this morning. I appreciate uh, you uh, uh, getting in and out. And like I said, we'll, we'll be in touch to uh, let, let's do this again. How about that? <laughs> Absolutely. Outstanding. Thanks a lot. All right. Have a great day, Adam. Yep. Thanks. Awesome. All right. Well, great talking to Adam. Yeah, I was, we wanted to introduce him and and get get him out into the world. And like I said, we, we want to come back. And and he and I were talking earlier in the week. And one of the things I, I mentioned to him is that I, I am always so enthralled with people that are newer to our industry. And I, and I want to listen, right? I want to sit and hear from them because sometimes the biggest challenges that we have are the things that we know right? It should be this way. It's always been this way. Well, what about a new perspective? What about a fresh perspective? And so just in a little bit of time, I got to talk to Adam earlier in the week. Boy, I, I, I learned a lot. So I can't wait to bring him back. Um, we'll hopefully do that in the relatively near future and talk a little bit more about that kind of idea and just uh, 
all the cool things happening over there at Impressions Magazine. So thank you very much, sir, for being here. All right. Well, let's let's transition here a little bit. A couple other things. Now, I know a lot of you guys here are tuned in because of the dad joke. I, I get it. Right. You're here for the dad joke. <laughs> OK, I, I'm, I'm kidding about that. Probably not. But we do love that uh, you guys have embraced the dad joke as much as we have. Uh, in fact, uh, our very own regulator, in fact, she's here in uh, as a live listener here this morning. Uh, Kristen shared a dad joke with me uh, when I got to see her out at the DAX show in Minnesota recently. So this is Kristen from Thread Designs, Inc. And uh, she shared this dad joke. So are you guys ready? There will not be any uh, fun graphics or anything on the screen. You're just going to have to listen. <laughs> so she said, my dad has two Rottweilers. He named them Rolex and Timex. Yeah, because they're watchdogs. All right. We, we still need the drum roll. And uh, I'm, I'm waiting for all the comments and the groans from the audience. But uh, <laughs> there, there's our dad joke. Kristen, thank you sir, so much for sharing that. And uh, if you guys have some ones that you'd like to share and, and uh, have your name associated with them, or you can say, just share this anonymously, uh, you can do that by uh, reaching out to us at info at tworegularguys.com. That's the number two, info at tworegularguys.com. So before we dive into uh, the, the rest of the show here, uh, I, I do want to thank everybody for checking out the Two Regular Guys podcast. We are always looking for new guests. And if you or anyone you know would like to join us, if you'll just head over to Calendly, C-A-L-E-N-D-L-Y.com forward slash two regular guys. Again, that's the number two regular guys. And you can go there and uh, see if there's a date that works. Or if you want to just recommend a topic, recommend somebody that should be on this show, whatever, you can also reach out to us right from that link at Calendly.com forward slash two regular guys. Um, you'll end up emailing us over there at info at two regular guys. So check that out. We're always looking for uh, those new guests and, and wonderful people like Gavin, who we're going to talk to here in just a moment. So um, also, if you would like to lend your voice to the podcast, to, to be part of the show, we are looking to update our introduction and, and closing. And, and we need your guys' help. We need the regulators help. And so I'm going to put this link in the chat. Um, I can I can do that, I think, while I'm talking, maybe. Um, but if you'll go to, uh, here we go, put that in there. If you'll go over to decorators.inc, I-N-K, forward slash intro. And uh, if you'll go over there, you can record a video or audio message. And all we're looking for is for you to just, you know, tell us your name, your company name, and then let the rest of the regulators know that they are listening to the Two Regular Guys podcast. You guys have heard the intro. So just follow along. Heck, you can even add a dad joke. You can do some sort of ad-libbing. Um, Jimmy always says from the wrong side of the tracks, right? Somewhere dark, dirty, and dank. <laughs> Whatever it is for you, just lend your voice to this. We'd love to, to have it. Uh, so again, go over to decorators.inc forward slash intro. And uh, there's a little bit of a, a, an instructional video that I have at the top of that to just help out. But again, just tell us your name, your company name, and let them know that you're listening to the Two Regular Guys podcast. And uh, finally, uh, we would appreciate that if you gave us a review wherever you do your podcast listening. Uh, Terry likes to list them all out. Uh, we're, we're pretty much everywhere that there's podcasts. In fact, we even uh, now have a YouTube podcast uh, that's brand new. And, and uh, so this show is out there and available as a YouTube podcast as well. And if you are watching live, um, 
please join in with your questions and comments. If you are listening to the podcast version, we would appreciate you sharing Two Regular Guys podcast with your industry friends so they can become regulators too. So with all that being said, I would like to share a quick message about uh, a program that I'm really excited about over at our success group. And then we will get Gavin in here and, and I cannot wait. So uh, thank you, Gavin, for your patience. And here we go. Attention all Facebook group admins. Hey, are you looking for a way to help your community of business owners achieve greater success? I invite you to partner with me to offer a mastermind program to your group. Allow our success group to handle the back end and structure while you focus on building and engaging with your community. You will help your members reach their full potential. I'm going to give you all the training, tools, and support needed to host bi-weekly calls and support your community in their journey towards success. Visit mosmasterminds.com to learn more. And the best part, you can earn up to $1,000 per quarter per group with no cost to you. Again, visit mosmasterminds.com to learn more and to schedule a call to get started today. All right. Well, check that out, mosmasterminds.com. And uh, like I said, schedule a call and, and let's talk about how maybe that could be a useful tool for your group or community to, to have a, a true structured um, foundational mastermind program with inside your community. So I'd love to, to talk to you about that. And, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be formal. You don't have to have like a formal group or anything like that. You want to be a, a, a lead, a facilitator of that. Um, I'm happy to talk to you. So all right, well, let's let's get into talking about some simple systems and some tech tools, ways that we can modernize our print business here. So let me, uh, without further ado, I'm going to welcome into the show, Gavin St. George with CEPS.io, and welcome into the program. Thank you so much for being here this morning with me, Gavin. Aaron, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you. Awesome. Uh, uh, saw your article a while back, reached out to you. Been following the show for a while now, so thanks, awesome. for, thanks for having me here. Oh, great. I'm so grateful to have you here and, and I'm grateful that you reached out. That, that meant the world to me that uh, you reached out and, and just made comments about the article that I wrote it. And, and so I so appreciate that. But Gavin, um, let, let's for, for those that don't know, and, and hopefully people are aware of you because I think SEPS.io is a really cool deal that you've got going on. And, and so hopefully people are aware of that. But let's just assume, right? Tell us a little bit about yourself, maybe maybe your history, our industry leading up to creating SEPS.io and stuff like that. So yeah, just just give us the the, the origin story and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So this all started with, with a crazy idea from my wife. And um, all right, so I'm working a regular job, right? Good job. And this is what we all want, like American dream, right? Yeah. Uh, at the time, my wife, she had, she was pregnant at the time and she wanted to make cool stuff for our kids like onesies and stuff and she came to me with the idea about making this onesies and stuff for our kids and like a good husband I told her no I don't want to do that that's crazy (laughs) so uh, that's because I was going down this corporate path I had everything lined up I was set up for this big promotion I felt like that was going to be a distraction uh, but she was persistent, and and then <laughs> I, I started. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so 
eventually I gave in. I gave in to started helping her uh, do this little side hobby just so she could make some uh, t-shirt for our kid that was coming. Uh, not knowing that this was going to be a rabbit hole that I was just going to fall into. Right. So I started learning more about making T-shirts. This is about about eight years ago. Uh, started learning more about making T-shirts and then realized, hey, we could turn this into a business. Right. So literally started very humbly with a heat press at home. Uh, grew that into a manual screen printing shop, uh, auto multiple auto shop and eventually end up selling the business. Right. So a lot of that happened through my journey because a lot of the things I had learned even before getting into the industry, even before getting into the industry, I ran big businesses for other people, right? Uh, as a general manager uh, for this major corporation down in South Florida, helping them capture a bunch of market share, helping them open up a whole bunch of stores. Gives me a lot of foundation just how to like run businesses, build teams, use systems, use technology to re in the in a business setting uh so i applied that to my business and with some success and a lot of failures too uh it, i think we're good i think it ended up working out and then we're here now we started uh seps.io but really here i'm here to share some of the things that uh could possibly help other shops i do notice a lot of shops we get into the business uh, with a lot of passion and we want to uh, just make money, of course, and serve our people. But uh, systems and process is not like a skill that a lot of us have yeah. uh, in the industry. So hopefully what I share here today, somebody could, uh, it could be helpful for somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, oh, I know it. I, I know the things that you, you share. And, and I, I guess that leads me kind of here, like, Obviously, you have a, a nice breadth of knowledge of of what people are doing. You've you've done it, right? You've had a, a successful businesses. You, you even mentioned that you had some quote unquote failures, so you've had plenty of learning opportunities too. Um, and then obviously the artwork side of it, with you know being somebody that's uh, basically a, an outsourced artwork facility, and we'll we'll talk about that a little bit more later. But yeah. um, you gave this presentation at, since we had Adam on, right? <laughs> Impressions Expo. Um, talking about simple systems to run a modern printing business. And and so, yeah, I appreciate that you're here to share that with people because I, I do agree that this is really important. But maybe maybe give us a little more depth that, as, as to that. Why is it so important for a, a screen printer for, per se or, or any decorator really to have uh, a print shop that's set up with systems in it? Yeah, yeah, great question. So, yeah, you're right. I did give this class um, at Impression, both at Long Beach and also in Atlantic City. Nice. Actually, when I finished the Long Beach class, after the class, uh, I received an email from one of the att attendees. The attendee was uh, said in the email, this is the best class he's ever taken. Of course, I felt really good about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but, well, and... Part of it was because it was just right time and he, he was facing a lot of problem in his shop. He didn't know how to like clean all this up. Why even think about it? Why even how to even start this whole journey of trying to like organize your business, systematize it, what yeah. tools to use. Right. So that's what we're, we're going to be talking about here. And if you could, what was the second part of the question? Well, I, I guess just kind of like, you know, yes, it sounds exciting, 
but like what why is it having these systems so important what, what's the benefit of taking the time to implement these systems yeah yeah so without systems i don't think any like you have a business that is sustainable that you have a business that you could that could free you i believe i get into business for these reasons my personal reason for getting into business is for freedom for flexibility and for finance these are the three things that I want from my business, right? Yeah, yeah. And in order for me to achieve that, uh, the business cannot be weighing me down. I have to be able to run the business in a way where the business is giving me these benefits that I want. Uh, yeah. And the way to do that is through systems and process, is through standard operating procedure. Now, everybody knows or have heard, hey, you got to do systems, right? But the problem usually happens is, where do I start? How do I yeah. do it? Like, it feels overwhelming when uh, people think about that. Uh, and a lot of time, it's not the fun side of business. It's actually the boring side of business. <laughs> it's like, because you really have to slow yourself down, uh, really have to, like, use more. Uh, it feels like you're doing like no action because a lot of time you feel good when you print in a shirt you could see it right yeah but when yeah. you're sitting down like structuring systems and processes or putting all this together it doesn't feel like you accomplish anything but this for you as an owner or ceo that's the most impactful act, uh, activities that you could be doing in your business so that's the, that's why systems and process is important if you want to be able to sell your business you want to be able to pass your business to uh, maybe your kids uh, or even take a vacation without worrying you need systems and processes. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. You get, um, yeah. Terry and I always joke that uh, as a, as a small business owner, you've given yourself the right to work every hour of every day. And I love that you mentioned that about weigh, the business weighing you down. Right. Cause I think a lot of people create their business and, and, but what they're actually creating is just another job for themselves. That's yeah. going to steal all of their time from them. And so understanding that when you put systems and processes in place, that allows you to lift that weight off. It, it allows the business to work for you. And like you said, being able to take a vacation, that, that's always the big joke, right? <laughs> what you're, you're a business owner and you took a vacation. How could you do that? <laughs> awesome. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, so Gavin, let, let's, I, I think we can all agree and, and regulars chime in. If you, you, uh, you disagree at all, I'd like to have that conversation, but, but I think we can all agree. We obviously need these systems and processes in place. So what, what, what might that look like? Right. What you mentioned it earlier, you know, where do you start? Yeah. Yeah. So it is really about like, how do you start? Like, because that, that's where a lot, that's where the problems start to happen. Because you know you have to do it. Like, what's the, how do you even begin to do it? So here's what I prescribe, like, to start going down this way. Yeah. It's really the first start thinking about system and, like, how, what is the simplest way I could do this? Like, what approach can I take that makes it simple? It's really start about what I, system thinking, like, Depending how you are, depending what type of personality you are, like if you, as you go down, like trying to systematize your business, it may be easier or harder for you depending on your personality. Yeah. 
If yeah. your personality, if you see the world through, you know, you're more analytic, this is going to be easy for you because you see everything inside of boxes or rectangles. Yeah. Yeah. Everything yeah. fits into some type of pattern, right? But yeah. a lot of people are not like this. A lot of people, they feel through uh, life or feel through business and there's no boundaries, right? So it's going to be a little bit harder, but it's not impossible. It's just, you have to know which personality you is and adapt, yeah. right? Yeah. Let's say you are the person that, that you don't see the boundaries. Um, you may have to hire somebody to kind of help you with that. Or you may yeah. have to leverage a team member that is more uh, analytical in their mind to see that. Because it does require that, like, you put everything in this, in this proper place. Yeah. So it starts with about systems, like thinking systematically in your business. Like, can if you train your eye to see things, you'll see things repeat over time in your business. If you see the same thing repeating over time, oh, that's a system right there. Yeah. Okay, we receive shirts every day. The truck come here. We have to do these steps. I could systematize that, right? Yeah. Or this is how shirts move through my business or my products. Move Those are patterns that you see, but you have to really train your eyes to see that. Yeah. So it's about systems and process, uh, uh, thinking systematically, and also just bringing this idea to your business where this is how we're going to decide to run our business. It really just start bringing that idea to, to your leaders in your business. Hey, we're going to run a systematized business and that's going to be part of our culture. Yeah. It's start with having one conversation, let's say with your key person. I probably wouldn't go and like do a full announcement. Hey, we're going to be a, we're going to try to clean up everything. <laughs> what's going to happen is most people are going to resist because they most people don't want that change right yeah uh, especially if you have folks that's been in your business for a long time you yeah. really just want to start uh one sell the idea to yourself and then sell the idea to say you uh, a key person that could help you move this forward yeah so start yeah. with that that's how that's how i would say then I, we could go down in the, uh, the framework that you could use but without Starting with that type of thinking first, you're going to have, uh, you're not going to be on a good foundation. Yeah. So it's really about that. Yeah. I love that. I mean, that, that's so true when, when you share that, right? Because I, I love how you also looked at, you know, what, what is your personality type? What is the, the way that you go about things? I think in our industry, we find a lot more of the feeling the, because it's, it's a very creative space, you know, creativity mm -hmm. is messy. There's no, there's no box for that. There's no system for, for that. And, and I think creativity is a, a draw for a lot of people to get into this. And so therefore, like you said, you have to just start training your eye to see, okay, what are, because it goes beyond even like you were talking about that, like the way you interact with your customers, the way you market your business, these are all potential systems in, in my mind. Yeah. But again, how do you look at that? So um, I, I think that's a really good, good share to, to think about that. So, so Gavin, you know, also as you kind of get this started, I, I want to stay on that question for just one more quick second, right? Let's say you are starting out, like when, when you started your, your business out, right? And, and, uh, if you're not really that kind of analytical type thinker, you know, what, what are some things that you should be thinking about as you're getting your business started? Yeah. Yeah. So I'll share a framework that you can use. 
And when I started this and our screen printing shop, I actually struggled because I had experience doing it in a corporate setting, but not in an entrepreneurial setting. And an entrepreneurial setting is a lot different than say a corporate setting because corporate setting, you have all the resources, you have lots of people and you have a lot of money that you could throw at this. Yeah. Right. Um, but when you're running it like in a small business, it's completely different because you don't have all those resources and you don't have a lot of time. You That's why it really starts with you trying to like simplify it. Yeah. Um, really the way that you want to do this is there's four things that I say, uh, I think that you should focus on when you're starting to go down this path. Uh, four systems, if you want to call it, right? So the first thing would be what I call accountability system, which is really starting, really just mapping out your business. A lot of folks, they hear this. A lot of folks, they have what's called an organizational chart, right? In yeah. their business, right? You could start there, just re uh just tweak that make that an accountability system because if you what i mean by that is like the different roles in your business document those right and put like if for example you're running the business and businesses small businesses naturally have three to four departments right yeah the first department is sales and marketing then you got your production uh department then you got your finance or admin department, right? So those are the natural department of a small business. Yeah. Put those on paper. And then that's your accountability system. Each box has somebody's name and their role, right? Because without starting there, nobody's really going to take responsibility at least on the whole thing, right? Yeah. So if you're going to start say systematizing your uh, uh, sales and marketing, there's at least one person there that's in charge of that. Yeah. So, cause a lot of, as the owner, you should not be doing this work all by yourself, especially if you have an existing team already. Yeah. You, you are actually the worst person to do it as the owner because there's so much coming at you. You got yeah. to grow your business. You got to train your people. You got to hire this is just going to be one more thing that you put on your uh, to-do list. But if you do this where other people own it and it then becomes part of your culture, then it's easier. You should actually, as the owner, just be able to like support the people to do this and not do it yourself. Because all the people have the, all the knowledge in their head already. Okay. System, systems and processes or capturing it is really just about transferring that knowledge into a document that you could then uh, share in the company. You yeah. don't have all the knowledge in the, like if you're running a traditional screen printing shop or promo shop or print, all the knowledge are with the people that's in your business. Yeah. Uh, so you got to use that. Yeah. I'll say start with uh, accountability system. And the next thing you should uh, think about is what I call essential systems. Essential systems, because like you don't want to make this a huge exercise where you're going to, well, I got to systematize my whole business. Like, how do I, like, that just feels scary already and that it's going to make you not even want to do it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so your essential systems is like, what are your top 10 to 20 systems that you could have documented that could 
allowed a business to run almost by itself, right? And it goes back again to those departments. Because if you think about it, most business, what's the function? You, somebody becomes aware of what you do. They buy your offer. You could produce the thing that you promise. And then you could make sure you have some type of control to control your cash and also hire and fire people. Yeah. Those are your major, those are your major system. If you could, that could happen. If you could get attract people, make money, deliver what you need to deliver and not lose the money. If you have systems around those, then you have most of your systems documented. Now there are more granular that you go, go into as you start to build out, but start with those core systems, essential systems. Yeah. Right. Uh, and nice. number two, and num yeah, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, uh, this is great. I'm actually making notes as you talk. So just keep going. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah. So I share two things. So accountability system, which is really flipping your organizational chart into an accountability chart. Uh, essential system, really the core systems that you need, top 10 to 20 uh, systems. And the next thing is just a system for your system. So pretty much when you go into this, what you want to do is templatize this, right? And create a way to capture this thing. Because if you're trying to customize it, every single system that you want to document, you're just going to be doing this, uh, I don't know, intellectual exercise every time, which is hard, right? Yeah. So that's when you want to create templates, how to capture the system, uh, create a place uh, to make sure that happens. So you need a system for your system. Okay. That makes it easier to just rinse and repeat and use the same framework. Yeah. And then yeah. the last part is really then that's when we start applying technology into it. The tools that you're going to need to like store this, to capture it, to secure it. Cause this, once you capture the system, now they're, they're now your intellectual property. This is your business. You want to make sure that you secure it. And you also want to make sure that you could share that like appropriately with other people. Let's say you have a new person that's coming in. Yeah. That system could be formed as a training for that that person. You could turn those systems into QR codes. You could you could share that on a refresh a refresh training, so that those systems that you capture becomes more of a living thing in your business than just say, oh, I did this exercise one time, one time, and that's it. But once you have it captured and you use the technology tool, then now you could just take this to the next level. And then you yeah. could share it and store it. And right. somebody's uh, want to buy your business, you could just pass those systems onto them. That makes it uh, super valuable, and it looked like you've been playing big business instead of small business. Yeah, I love that. Wow. Okay. Well, we're gonna get into some other things here, but I wanted to hit a couple of comments from the regulators here before we we go too much further. Um, Ramona says for lots of uh, for lots of people, the business side is the grunge work, the things that we don't want, but it all has to be done if you want to be successful. So that's when we were talking about why earlier on uh, there. Um, 
Bling Al Creation says, I met Gavin briefly at Impressions Expo. So glad to hear him talk. So there you go. <laughs> uh, Jerry says, hoping this will help me as I will be transitioning from a 35-year career into my printing business. I do not want to go too quickly. Just want to do it right for me. So um, real quick, Gavin, anything you can speak to on that, right? Because I know you transitioned from kind of a corporate role in, into this too. Um, and I know you shared a few little tips earlier, but maybe just reiterate that. Yeah. Well, when you're just starting out, you just want to start out, right? I heard this thing uh, somebody told me, and I just uh, I just loved it. Like whatever you starting, started bad, Bef and bad means before any delays, right? So <laughs> systems and process is something that you're gonna have to face along your uh, in your business. And if you have the skills now, of course, apply it. But I would not let that hold me back, right? Because yeah. like I think we said this earlier, this. Industry is about passion. It's about uh, just creativity. Yeah. Leverage that because that's what you have. Because because if you're trying to like start systems and process even before you make your first sale, it doesn't have to like no. Uh, go get the first sale. Build what you got to build. But you will have to face this monster that's systems and process as you start to add uh, customers and see more customers and more people. Because what happens is you know all the stuff in your head, but once you start to add more people, it becomes chaos yeah. and systems and processes rain, rain all those in. So yeah. I'm asking to see if you're making a transition. I made a transition. Uh, I think it worked out for us. I'm here. <laughs> I'd say <laughs> uh, that. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah. just go do your thing. Go make, uh, use your passion. Go get the first sale. Um, you'll be good. Yeah. I love, I love the, the start, start bad, right? Uh, what, what did bad stand for again? Before any delays. Before any delays. I love that because I think that's so, so real too. And I, and I love that you shared in, you know, here's what you need to kind of set up that you talked about essential systems first, right? Because I do think we look at this and we go, oh my gosh, that's such a big lift to mm -hmm. systematize my whole business. Right. Just, just get the stuff, you know, just get it started, get, get the momentum built, um, before any delay, right. Um, get, get that system. I, I guess going back to what you said, you know, just train your mind towards looking for those things. You don't have to create a system. You can see where a system is kind of created inside of your business. And then your job is to document that is what I'm taking from this. Does that sound about right? Yeah. Yeah. And even that could be a little hard because like if you're starting from a blank uh, slate, it's kind of hard to, to, to know what to look for. That's why if you start with accountability system, just document those. Like, how do I make people aware of what I'm doing, yeah. which is really your marketing system? How do I make an offer and close the deal, which is your sales system? It could be just like how how do I give a presentation to my customer? Like I do this, yeah. this, this, and that, and ask for the sale. Yeah. Uh, how, how, at, at a basic level, how do I? You don't have to go down the details, but like how do I move an order from the time I got it to a finished order where it's printed yeah. uh, or it's shipped? Like just like what are the steps? Yeah. All right. If, and then at the end, just make sure you have some type of system to secure your money and even like just think about even like if you're going to bring somebody into your business how you, how do you do that like yeah 
or if you need to let go of somebody from your business, how do you do that? Like, even if it's just bullet points, right? Yeah. Start there. And then over time, you're going to start seeing the other things, right? Right. Yes. Just because yeah. if you don't have that, then you're going to be like, should I put all my energy on this thing that I just, because that's, that's like, that's a battle because you don't know if you're even doing the right thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. I would say that. I love that. I love that. And, and, and I think, you know, what you're also kind of saying is, you know, these things will evolve, like, like I said, just start with some bullet points because these things will evolve as your business grows and changes. And, um, you know, if we're talking to newer people for sure, or somebody like, like Jerry, who's transitioning here, right. That, that just take, taking that action, letting it evolve, but actually, you know, kind of thinking about the fact that you're building systems along the way, I, I guess that's what I keep going back to. So, maybe that's just yeah. my perspective <laughs> yeah and for you and for you just just starting out because eventually i think most of us want i don't i think a lot of us want a business that could sustain us for yeah. a long time right and for a business to sustain it for a long time it needs to be somewhat big in size right um somewhat big inside and that usually means involving people into the business right yep so let's say you're just starting out eventually you will need people, but you, it's just you right now. And your accountability chart, put your name on all the boxes. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. you are the CEO. You are your sales guy. You are. <laughs> and then work on it, like challenge yourself maybe every quarter or every two quarter. Take your name out of a box by replacing yourself and put somebody else in. Yeah. Uh, right. So that could be a way where you could like phase it. But at the same time, you could visually see something that could guide you in your decision where you're not just making the decision just based from guts it's based from uh, this plan or this uh, playbook that you set for yourself. Yeah. I love that. Wow. This is some really great stuff, Gavin. Thank you so much. Um, okay. Well, let, let's keep going. I, I, I've got some other things I want to touch on here. So you've shared this fantastic framework. You talked about the uh, applying technology. So can we, can we talk about that a, a little bit? Can we get into when you say applying technology, what does that mean for us? What, what, what do you see in that? Yeah. Yeah. This is where it starts to get hairy for a lot of folks because if technology could, it could waste a lot of time if you don't know what you're doing. Plus you could, cause I know a lot of people now they have a bunch of subscription that <laughs> that they don't even know, right? Because yeah. they wanted to try this tool, but they don't have the bandwidth to just fully get all the yep. uh, get get all out of it. And we just do this because we just see this like shiny thing that we want to try, right? Yeah. And it's cool to experiment uh, with things, but again, you're fighting time and and a small business is about time. Like, what is the fastest way I could get to the money? That's how I think about it, right? Yeah. And so what's a, a way that you should think about technology is really, again, systematize or use a framework to think about your technology. Here's, here's a way to think about like technology. So mm-hmm. it's really for most small businesses is about four categories of technology tools that we need, right? Uh, and if you have those four categories of system, uh, technology tools, then you could run your business on a very slim or lean tech tech stack. You don't need a bunch of tech, just the right tech, right? 
Okay. So really the first category is a collaboration tool, right? Because you need a tool that allows you to collaborate, especially as you start to grow your business internally, you need to keep the communication alive, right? That allows you to collaborate. Uh, and here what I'm thinking about is something like Slack, for example. Uh, Slack is a tool or it could be something as simple as a group text. That's literally what Slack is. Like just if um, that's a collaboration tool. You're, in the beginning, your collaboration tool could be a group text. Sure. Because you just need to be able to communicate. Uh, and a lot of time it's done in a digital form. Uh, but of course, as you start to grow, then you will need a professional tool to do it. Slack, Microsoft Team, or one of these things to have everybody all in one place. Because uh, if you, what happens is if there's not a place for people to communicate uh, and for you to monitor, monitor that as a business owner, then the business feel like that void is going to be filled by something else. Yeah. And that then uh, you can't control your culture. So just by installing a collaboration tool allows you to control your culture and allow you to control the flow of uh, um, the movement of information through your company. Yeah. The next one is operational tool. First is collaboration tool. The next one is operational tool. So we are literate for the type of business that we do is we're project managers, pretty much just what we are. Uh, so you need a tool to be able to let you manage all the stuff that you have going on. Like, so here I'm mainly talking about, uh, for our type of business, like printing business, that's like a, where a shop management tool would come into play, right? Allows you to have your orders, move your orders to the different stage uh, and take it from step one all the way to step 10 if you needed to. Mm -hmm. So this, and it also allows you to put your backend team, front end team. These tools right now are like super, they, they're nice. They're all good. Like a lot of, I use a lot of tools that's out there, Printavo, Shopbox, YoPrint, T-Sum. So these are some tools that is made for our industry. If you're a t-shirt printer, if you're in a promo, I'm sure there's other tools that's made already. There are other tools outside of the industry. I almost recommend go with an industry tool because it's catered to your needs already and you don't have to like build it out, right? So that's why I would say uh, operational tool. And as you start to grow, you're going to need a relationship management tool, which is really like, because once you start getting into sales, you got deals, you got your customers in different stage, you got a bunch of stuff going on. You need one tool to kind of like hold all that in okay if you have that that tool will then allow you to just manage that whole sales process the relationship with your customers the relationship with your prospect uh do outreach and do it in an organized way okay uh and then the last tool is really your marketing or your content tool i'm i'll be honest i'm not a, i struggle with this for a long time because i don't consider myself to be a marketer uh so i tried a whole bunch of things here uh, here, with if you could find one to two tools that could help you just market your business, like if you're doing a lot of digital marketing, you could find one tool, for example, like the Hootsuite, that you could put all your social media platform on instead of you having to have 10 different accounts, and then you have to manage all of those. 
Yeah. Have one tool that could just allow you to do that or have an email tool that could just allow you to communicate with your, so it's really about simplifying the whole uh, content or marketing tool. So it's four categories, collaboration tool, operational tool, relationship management tool, and just a content and uh, marketing tool uh, or a group of marketing tool. Like, but I would try to keep it as slim as possible because you just don't want this to overwhelm you. So that's how to start thinking about it. And then we could get into the specific tool uh, if, you, if we need to. Okay. All right. Oh, I think that's, that's fantastic. And you gave us some examples of some specific tools along the way. And you mentioned Hootsuite, you mentioned Slack, you mentioned some of our industry tools for operational tools. What, what, uh, any, any specifics as far as, a, a I call it a CRM, you call it a relationship manager, right? What, what, mm-hmm. what do you like out there in that space? Yeah. So, so here are my, my favorite tools. My favorite tools are the tools that like, of course, they're proven tools. Like, for example, a lot of us, we're using a lot of tools right now, but we're not leveraging it all the way, right? Mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of us right now use uh, Google, the Google ecosystem to do our email. To do, yep. there's They offer, like, the whole Google uh, ecosystem offers so much uh, tools that you could just run your business on. Like, I leverage Google's tool by their email, their storage system, their presentation, their sheets. So all of these tools are there. You can run literally run most of your business through them. Yeah. So I try not because there are other tools that are an alternative to that. If I could stay in one ecosystem, it just makes it easier. So mm-hmm. I'll say start with what you already have and just go deep into it instead of trying to uh, yeah. get a bunch of tools. Right. I like that. Um, other tools that I really love to use in my business are Loom, for example, especially if you're going to start doing this systems and process things, you need a way to kind of capture the system and process. And the best way to capture systems and process, by the way, is start with your phone, right? <laughs> just record what you're doing already and just uh, put that in a, in a place. What I like to do is just Either use my phone or if I'm recording systems on my screen, I'll just use Loom, capture it, and that becomes my system. Like, it was that simple, Yeah. right? Um, I love using this tool that's called Notion. Yep. So Notion is this uh, place where it allows you to just store. Um, it's like an all-in-one workplace. It has database, docs, right? Um, and a lot, for example, I use Notion to store all my systems. I use Notion to hold all my meetings. I use Notion to like, uh, what we use Notion for? Oh, I could categorize if you, especially if you want to get into different businesses, you can have a workspace inside of one Notion for different businesses. It just allows you to like one click, open up that business, one click, close that, and then go to the next business. So that's how you can like run multiple businesses just in the one workspace. Uh, Slack, I, I, I love Slack uh, just as a way to keep everybody together. A small, like a, a CRM tool that I use that I really love when I uh, was running my shop. I now use Hub, I use HubSpot now because it's more robust, but mm-hmm. I don't think for screen printing shops or for garment decorator, we need a super robust like yeah. CRM. We just, yeah. we just don't. 
You don't need a Salesforce or a HubSpot. Uh, I found this tool that's called Streak CRM, like Streak. Um, what I loved about it is it embeds right inside of Gmail. And so you have your CRM right inside of your email system. Huh. So, so it feels like you have one, like just go to your email and you have it. Once you install it, it creates another section. And then you can see all your deals and all your communication with your customers naturally happen in your email anyway. So it's all right there. Streak CRM is really, uh, hmm. really cool. That's, I love that. Uh, okay. Here. Yeah. And of course, the industry tools um, yeah. for your shop management. So I use Printavo. And lately, I've been playing a lot with YoPrint. So if you guys need a shop management tool, uh, look up YoPrint. Uh, but there's a lot of other great tools uh, for shop management. Awesome. Uh, Shopbox, TSOM, all those yeah. guys, they do good. And of course, my favorite tool is Seps.io because I built it and we, <laughs> uh, I'm biased to that. So there you go. Uh, I, yeah. Well, well, that that's a perfect transition because we are uh, getting getting down to the end here. So um, I, I can't let you go without talking about a little bit of artwork and talking the seps.io. So you know, it's a remote art department for screen printers and more. But um, mm -hmm. maybe uh, just share a little bit more about it. You know, maybe some give us a use case or two. Uh, yeah, just kind of tell us a little bit about seps.io here. Yeah. Yeah, sure. So I, I ran a screen printing shop for seven years and I struggle with artwork. Yeah. Artwork is probably the hardest thing that a screen printer or a shop owner has to do because it's the most complex. Unless you are a graphic designer yourself right now, it's gonna, you're going to struggle with this. Plus what you're going to find is um, your options. You could try to find a freelancer that could help you. They have a lot of advantage, right? Because they're flexible. Sometimes yeah. the pricing is good, but what you'll find is they're not reliable. You is they're inconsistent. So you really can't run it like a sustainable business through a freelancer. Or your other option is you could hire an in-house graphic designer, and that's a great choice because if you have an in-house graphic designer that could just come in and understand your culture uh, and do what you need to do. Uh, and able to handle the capacity, that's a great choice. And I, if you could do it, do it. But what happens is when you're trying to hire a graphic designer, first is very, they're very hard to find. Somebody that understands the industry. You could find general graphic designer, but graphic designer that understands print and understand how to do the type of work for our industry is not, they're just not, there's just not a lot of them, yeah. right? Uh, so they're hard to find just like if you want to find a graphic designer right now it's probably going to take you about a month to a month and a half from the job posting from interviewing from making the offer from onboarding before you could get like the first type of result from them right yeah. just like yeah. and you don't even know if that's going to work out right <laughs> right so here's what steps.io is so steps.io does this all of these options, they have their positive. What we did was take all the positive and combine it into one thing. So working with freelancers, you have the flexibility and you have, uh, your payment is not so crazy. So we took that. Working with a graphic designer, they understand your system. 
They, uh, they are pretty much working in your business. So we took that. And then we dropped all the bad stuff. Because like, um, so Sephora Allow gives you a remote art department. We have a team of graphic designers that is there. You work with us through a simple platform. And then we'll do all of your work for you, right? Your proofs and your mock-up, your vector retrace, your embroidery digitizing, your color separation, uh, some custom art as long as it's within scope, uh, your promo product um, uh, design and presentation, all of those are done. And it, it all packaged for different size because every shop is a little bit different. Uh, they have different capacity. Yeah. Uh, so, so there's different plans to fit different shops. So that's what Sets.io does is really just taking this burden that a lot of shops have, that's yeah. really hard and simplifying it, give them a, a turnkey solution that they could just plug in right now and not have to wait a whole month and a half to get like results. If you, well, today the team is not on because it's a uh, good Friday and we gave them all today. But if you wanted to get on today, let's say it was, you would get results today, right? That's, uh, that's how steps out is. As long as, so here's the thing though, there's limited, limited spots. Like we don't, uh, right now the team is growing, but it is limited. So you, if you're going to get in, you have to get in yeah. uh, before all the slots are, are taken. Yeah. So that's what we are. So as, as far as a quick case study, and if you go to our website, which is www.seps.io, and you can see that on my name, uh, next to my name. Uh, you will see case studies of other shops. And what we're hearing from other shops is just literally, trend. like, as, I don't think we are a fit for every shop. Like, I, I literally don't think we are a fit for every shop. But for the shops that we are a fit for, we help them save a lot of time. And what we're hearing is, like, this is transforming the way that a lot of shop owners do business because they just, they didn't first imagine it this way uh, or imagine that, one thing that we hear a lot is like, man, we didn't think this was going to be so easy because we, yeah. whenever we work with freelancers, it's a crazy experience. It's like, and a crazy bad experience. <laughs> and when they come working with us, it's a different experience. And a lot of it is because applying systems and process. That's the sauce, really. Yeah. Systems and process. Everything is systematized as best as we can. Um we try to make sure the experience is as pleasant as possible for our shop owners. Um, so you have, and one thing that makes us different, say from our competitor, is we pair graphic designers together with customer success people. Uh, what that is, is graphic designers are not great at communicating with, say your customers or giving you a good experience. And we know that. Yeah. So we don't force our graphic designers to do that. So we have uh, account managers there to make sure the relationship and that all your projects are moving forward. Uh, so that way you can get a uh, good value from the investment that you're making with Sepsio. Nice. Nice. I love that. I, you and I have talked about Sepsio before and I got the full rundown. And, and so I'm so grateful that you shared how all those pieces come together, because I do think that, like you said, it's not, maybe not for everybody, but boy, I think people might want to really give it a good look though, because it, it certainly could be. So um, I appreciate that. And, and Chuck asked if I'm going to put all the links in the show notes, hundred percent, these will all go in the show notes. 
Um, okay. Yeah. Before I let you get out of here so people can connect with you through SEPS.io, SEPS.io. Um, and and that, that's probably the best way to connect with you. Does that sound correct? Yeah. Or Gavin at SEPS.io. That's my email. Just my first name at SEPS.io. Perfect. That's easy. Um, I, I did want to share a couple comments when we were talking about tech tools too, just, just to get them out there. We don't need to discuss them here, but uh, Stephanie uh, Russell, Stephanie Wood Russell said, I love Loom. My virtual assistant I use this to keep all the trainings and how to stuff. Uh, and she also says she uses a uh, Clavio and um, for CRM and has been very happy with that too. So again, yeah, finding, finding that system that works for you, I think is, is kind of the key you were, we're sharing, right, Gavin? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, and Loomis, and one thing she mentioned there, which is a ninja move, my virtual assistant, right? <laughs> so a lot of us is not like leveraging that. Um, literally having somebody there that could, because like you as the owner won't be able to do everything on your own. Uh, and having a virtual assistant is like your co-founder a lot of time. It's like your person that you could dump a lot of this mental weight uh, and help have you help them carry. And if you're going to be building systems and processes, a virtual assistant is key. If you could get that, because they could literally be your systems champion and help you systematize your whole business. So Stephanie, that's, that's awesome that you said that. Yeah, definitely. Thank you for, uh, for bringing up that point. I love it. All right, Gavin. Well, we are getting a little bit into bonus time, but that's totally okay because it's been so valuable. Um, totally worth it. But I, I do want to see, we always like to see, you know, can we, can we squeeze just a little bit more information out of our guests? And, and I'm not sure we can squeeze much more because you've given us so much gold, but I'm going to try. All right. So can you give us like one piece of advice that you would give a, a decorator, a screen printer, whoever, uh, somebody in the printing space here? Um, what's one piece of advice that you would give them that helped your business? Yeah. Yeah. Take this with a grain of salt. Because uh, I, tr I try to stay disciplined to this, but it's, it's a daily fight. Um, it's just really staying focused. Stay focused. Like, um, just know what you're trying to do for your life and for your business and stay focused to that and try to fight as much as you can the distractions or the other stuff that comes in the way. Because uh, most plan work if you work it, like literally, right? <laughs> uh, but a lot of time what happens is you start something and you lose excitement or you just don't carry it all the way through. Uh, so staying focused to, to what your life goals are, uh, what your life visions are, and then what your business visions are. Um, I think you, most of the time you were, I don't know, I don't know, so far, and I'm not that old, so I don't have that much wisdom or whatever, so I'll take it for whatever, whatever it is. Uh, but what I've seen is when, I, when I'm focused on the things that I want to do, I get it done. And when I'm not focused, yeah, I fail. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what what a what a why you're wise beyond your years sir that is uh, a fantastic tip um <laughs> focus uh is is definitely a challenge for everybody but i think the other thing you said inside of that right but you got to know what you're you're trying to do first and then you can focus on it right so um i, I love that 
Gavin, I cannot thank you enough for your time today. This has been fantastic. We really appreciate all of the wonderful information that you shared. Um, make sure that you guys reach out to Gavin. You check out Sepsio. It's worth your time. Um, just getting to spend a little more time with this guy is worth it. So, Gavin, thank you so much for being here today. Um, I will talk to you very soon, sir. Thank you so much, Aaron. Thanks for the invite. And thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Appreciate you guys. Bye, Gavin. Awesome. Wow, that was fantastic. Uh, just I, I've always enjoyed every conversation I've had, got to have with Gavin, and, and this is no exception. Just wonderful information there. So thank you so much. All right, you guys. Well, we are into bonus time here. So um, Terry is away on vacation, so that's, that's kind of what's on his schedule. I know he's got some things coming up, but you can check him out over at terrycombs.com. Um, I'm not sure what Eric's in revised schedule is based on his uh, the way he's feeling right now. So I'm not sure about the take up today. My, my guess is probably no, because he said he had no voice. Um, but you will see all three of us at the DAX show coming up here um, in in gosh, it's next week. So it's a week from now. So 14th and 15th, you will see all three of us at the DAX show. So make sure that you go over to DAXshow.com and uh, check out information over there. Um, and I think that's about it, guys. I think we're going to, um, yeah, see, Ramona says no take up today. Uh, now, there will be a half. It may be a quarter today because it'll be just me, maybe. Um, I'm efforting. So uh, coming up in about 20 minutes, there will be the half. So check that out over at liveosg.com. I'll take it to the YouTube page, or you can find that on my Facebook page at our success group pro. So check that out here momentarily. And uh, I think that's about it though. So I, I just want to first and uh, thank Adam, uh, Adam court from impressions magazine for his time today and his fresh perspective. I can't wait to get him back on the show to talk about that stuff a little more deeply. Uh, it was great having him here today. And then just a huge shout out to Gavin and uh, all the work that he's doing at, at seps.io and uh, just the fact that he's so willing and open to share all of his knowledge, all the things that he's learned and, and how these, you know, systems and processes um, it, it's, it's pretty darn amazing that, uh, that somebody like that is willing to take time out of his day to do that for all of us. So thank you, Gavin. Again, make sure you guys go check out seps.io. Yeah. So next week we will be uh, back in, uh, Tinley Park in, in Chicago and uh, back to Dax is <laughs> where we're going to be. Uh, it will be another evening show, probably six or seven, maybe a little bit later, seven o'clock on uh, Friday night. Um, we'll just, it'll be more of a host show because in case we have challenges with the internet again, we don't want to do that to, to one of our guests. Speaking of that, um, Denise uh, uh, from Silky Socks and I are already in conversations about kind of having another little extra bonus conversation coming up. So stay tuned for that information. I'll we'll see if we can get that worked out where he and I just get together, just the two of us for a, a 20, 30 minute conversation. I think that's about it for us here today. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. We appreciate uh, all of your support here at two regular guys. And I uh, can't wait to talk to you guys again next week. So until then, sitting in for Terry, uh, handling production duties for Eric, my name is Aaron Montgomery, and that was the two regular guys. Here we go. We're out. <laughs> awesome. Thank you for listening to Two Regular Guys. Check out our website at tworegularguys.com. That's the number two, regularguys.com. 
You can also interact with us over at our Facebook page, facebook.com slash two regular guys, or send us a tweet, twitter.com slash two regular guys. And we have a YouTube page. You can find all that from our website, two regular guys.com. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to spending some time with you again next week.